Some homes are happy, and some are just pure evil. These are tales of haunted houses. Stories, folklore, legends, leyendas, cuentos, y más. This is Spooky Tales. Listen, escuchen, at your own risk. This is MJ. And we're back. Woo! Woohoo! And welcome to another episode of a Spooky Tales. <laughs> I'm very excited <laughs> to be back. And if we sound weird, it's because I forgot how to podcast. Yeah, me too. I'm like a little bit rusty. <laughs> we took like a month <laughs> off and I'm like, how do you how how is this done? Again? How do we do this? And if you hear a baby, it's my baby. <laughs> it's <laughs> in the carrier while I'm recording. So <laughs> uh anyway. What are we talking about today? Uh, haunted houses. Yes, yes, haunted houses. We have some pretty good ones. But first, I have a listener story. And if you want to send us some listener stories for us to read on the podcast, email us at spookytales at gmail.com or DM us on any of our socials. We love to read them. So yeah, please send them so we don't run out. Okay, so I don't know if they want to stay anonymous. I'm just going to keep them anonymous. I'm from California, and I wanted to share this pretty scary story. This event happened to my best friend's dad at the time. So me and my parents were part of this church. We had recently moved to a new location in Montebello, California, where I met my best friend. We were small, like 10 years old. The new church was very big and very old. It was built in 1905, but this event happened in 2015. My friend's dad at the time was the one in charge of keeping the church clean and he would come alone at night, sometimes by himself. One night, he said he felt cold and heard strange noises coming from the first floor. The church had three floors, and he was on the second floor. So he decided to come down and see what was making that noise. Ooh, okay. He said he saw a black figure at the bottom of the stairs. He said his heart dropped, and the figure seemed to run out to the front door of the church and disappeared into the night. Ew. Oh my god. Guess what time this happened at, MJ? Three. Yes. <laughs> it always is at three. <laughs> right? Let me go on with the letter. It was around 3 a.m. <laughs> when this happened. Ever since that day, he didn't want to keep cleaning the church. I don't blame him. <laughs> I wouldn't either. If I- <laughs> right? Clean yourself, church. <laughs> Another friend of mine used to work in the church office downstairs, and sometimes she would stay late. She told me she would hear a piano play upstairs when no one was there, but her. And that the toys in the kids' classrooms were sometimes turned on by themselves. There was a piano on the last floor, which was a small abandoned room with lots of storage. The church always felt weird. Something never felt right about it. We would run around up and down the rooms, and sometimes it felt like we were being watched. But my congregation moved out the next year, and I haven't gone back since. Whoa. Creepy. That is a no for me. No, thank you. I mean, I already probably burn up by entering a church, but this is more excuse not to go. (laughs) I was going to say, this is why I don't go to church, because of this story that I had never heard before. (laughs) (laughs) This just solidifies (laughs) not going to church. Yeah. 
I'll probably burn up anyways, you know, like I enter and it's just combust yeah, into flames. It wouldn't so. go well for me either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so as per usual, I will go first. <laughs> well, we each have two stories, so we can take we can take uh, turns. Yeah. A little good. switch ruse. I go, then you go, then I go, then you go. Sounds good. <laughs> okay. So my first one is not exactly a house. It's a house. <laughs> But, Same difference. Yeah, but it's a big there. house. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, what is a castle but a really big house that's fancy and cold, made of stone? You know, are they all made of stone? I think so. I have no idea. You're asking the wrong person. I've seen a few because when I was in Germany, the castles were just everywhere. Apparently, so, probably yeah. are. Yeah, sure. We'll say stone. Somebody's gonna be like. At a spooky tells you guys are so wrong. Yeah, that's not what castles are made of, losers. <laughs> so, uh, so mine is uh, El Castillo del Gringo Loco, not to be confused with La Casa del Gringo Loco, which is in Mexico. Apparently, gringo locos are like very common, very so <laughs> legends in Latin America, just like vampires are white. It's it true. There's sense. another. Yeah, there's um, because I know for a fact there's a casa del gringo loco in Mexico, and then there's another tale of la gringa something somewhere else in another. I don't know if it's also Mexico or if it's somewhere else, but that's another legend. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I wish I was not making this up, but it's funny anyway. So <laughs> I'm here. So <laughs> el castillo del gringo loco is uh found in. San Colqui, Ecuador, which is near Quito, Ecuador. It's an unfinished castle, and it's full of legends and tales of horror. There, I don't know why I wrote that. There, there are different versions of the legend, but they all end with murder. I'm sorry. Yeah, too. Murder. <laughs> murder. Just kidding, but they do all end in death. Sadly. Um, so, there's a weird like tunnel system that kind of looks like caves that was built underneath the castle um which adds to its eeriness and mystery and uh these were made by the person who built the castle who's he doesn't have a name except for el gringo loco <laughs> i can't find a real name uh, so according to the legend a french veteran a world war ii veteran was looking for a fresh start after the atrocities of war. And so he moved to San Colqui and he began building this enormous castle. He was suffering from shell shock, which we all know now is PTSD. And this led him to earn the nickname El Gringo Loco by the townsfolk, which is really unfortunate. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, those are real issues. But I could see why they would refer to him as that, sadly. <laughs> sadly, yeah. In some versions of the tale, the French veteran brought his family with him, and in others, he was by himself. So, this is just one of the versions. The Frenchman and his wife, or family, depending on the story, lived happily ever after in their castle. And the wife got pregnant with twins, and they were super happy. Until they weren't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. Anyway. (laughs) The, um... The wife. Oh, you know what? Let me start over because this is the version that he has a family. So 
The Frenchman and his wife lived happily in their castle, and the wife got pregnant with twins, and they were super happy until they weren't. And we're all picturing that um, picture with like the happy family, and then the like the inverted, image. yeah, inverted <laughs> image the next image. to it. <laughs> uh, so. The wife lost the babies, and then she began suffering from hallucinations. One night, she awoke and thought she saw her babies dragging themselves across the floor. She followed and followed until she ended up in one of these tunnels where she died of suffocation. The man then found her and lost his mind. They say he never left the tunnels and can still be heard crying for his wife. In another version... There's only one daughter, not twins. And so the daughter was uh, playing in these uh, tunnels and broke her leg. And so she was stuck down there and she was calling for her mom. And her mom followed the voice of her daughter until the tunnel grew more and more narrow. And she just continued going because the daughter was somewhere down there, right? And then she found her daughter in the most narrow part of the tunnel. And then they both became trapped there and they died together down there. The man went down there looking for them, and after finding their bodies, he died by suicide. So in both versions, they all end in the in the family dying, basically. And so some of the... So this is like the main story behind the castle and why it's haunted. And then there's still one more legend associated with this place. So it's said that in 1991, a group of friends went into the ca- or tunnels, went into the tunnels, It was like a group of more than 10 and four from this group decided to write their names on the walls of the cave and they wrote it in red. Uh, I don't know if they had like red Sharpies or it had to be Sharpies. There's like no way they're walking around with like paintbrush and (laughs) (laughs) and a bucket of red paint, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming it was a red Sharpie. And so they wrote their names in red and backwards and against the protests of their friends They, you know, they did this. And the friends, the rest of them, told them this would disturb the spirits. But they didn't listen. And so four days later, the four teens that had written down their names on the wall all died in a car accident. Wow. And they say this happened because they were cursed by El Gringo Loco. And there are uh, newspaper articles of this accident. So That's crazy. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Weird. And there's also some lady who says, so I listened to this podcast called um, Escuela Sangre. It's in Spanish. Uh, I'd never heard of the podcast, but when I Googled the story, they came up. So I was like, mm, I'll listen to this. And so in their podcast, they have the name of a lady whose aunt was in this group of friends. Wow. So this makes it sound real, and that's fucking creepy. <laughs> that's that's a no. <laughs> mm-hmm, right? So, um, yeah, don't go writing your names in tunnel walls. <laughs> in haunted tunnel walls. Yes. And people that live around there do report there's, like, a heavy feeling in the tunnels. It's said that screams can be heard at all times during the day. And uh, neighbors claim that there's evil entities roaming the tunnels. One neighbor was bored and drinking with his friends, and nothing good comes after a story that starts like that. <laughs> yeah, like ever. <laughs> nope. So after a few drinks, they, they got real brave, and they decided to venture into the caves or tunnels. I keep saying caves. 
They're tunnels. I don't know what they are. Whatever. Tunnel caves. <laughs> tunnel caves. <laughs> so they ventured into the tunnels. <laughs> and they um, nearly died of fear from what they saw. There was a rotten head. Sorry. There was the rotten head of a goat Ew. just hanging there. And uh, as if it were used for some sort of ritual. And then they also saw the underwear of a woman, like if this was used during a satanic ritual. Although I will be honest, I never believe stories of <laughs> of things that people find that are used for satanic rituals because the satanic, I don't I mean, I don't know if you remember like the satanic panic from like the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was like widely exaggerated. But this is what they said they saw. Underwear and goat's head, a rotten goat's head. And like a little mm. pentagram, you know. <laughs> so... I don't know. Uh, unsettling, nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> it's a no for me. <laughs> Would I want to see that? No. <laughs> the uh, castle is in a nature preserve, and it's a very popular tourist destination. It's not private property, and it's easily accessible. Um, so you don't have to pay to go there. You just have to pay for your flight to Ecuador. What? <laughs> um, but I would only go during the day myself. Yes, same. With my yeah. luck, some shit's about to happen. Even during like, the day, yeah, even during the day, I'd just be like, uh, like you know, it's, it's it's not even anything paranormal. It's just uh, I, I get mugged, you know. It's just stuff like that. <laughs> both, both would happen. Both, the, the ghost would mug me. <laughs> I was just about, I was about to say, El Gringo Loco would mug you. <laughs> do you want to do yours? Your next one, uh, yes. So, this one, the first one, is uh, La Casa Matusita. And the legend of La Casa Matusita takes place in Peru. To me, it's probably my favorite haunted house legend. I am mad at myself because I just discovered it this year. And when I say I discovered <laughs> it, I mean Christina <laughs> discovered it. And she let me know about it. Um, I'm actually surprised you didn't know about it. It's, I didn't. Like, it's like I, the I, most popular haunted house I'm in Latin America. I'm mad at myself. <laughs> <laughs> for shame, MJ, for shame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a wild story, though. It is. It's wild. And um, Peru was like, we're going to do haunted houses, but we're going to do them right. And they <laughs> did. <laughs> and they did. Uh, located in Lima, it's the most well-known haunted site in Peru and considered one of the most haunted places in Latin America. This story begins in colonial Peru when a Persian woman named, and I'm going to butcher this and I am so sorry, Dervaspa Parvanea? Something like that. Something like that. Uh, she immigrated to Peru from Europe and locals began to grow suspicious of her, believing she was a witch. Since she had no family or friends or any social connections, she was singled out. I personally, God, um, God forbid, you're a single woman who's an introvert because yeah. then you would be burned <laughs> at the stake. Yeah, Pers I think she had the right idea. Like, yes, right, cut yeah. everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> she had the right idea. You know, she's like a few people. Yeah, she was right. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, though she was ever. Only known to be a healer and help the sick. Uh, once the Spanish found out, they arrested Dervaspa. Der she was tortured and confessed to practicing witchcraft. She was sentenced to death, and as the legend goes, she was burned at the stake and she cursed the spot where she had died. Or they killed her. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> many years later, yeah. a, a rich man built a house on the spot where she was killed. 
The rich man had a lot of influence in the city, so he was well-connected. He wasn't someone you crossed, especially if you were not in the same socioeconomic circle as him. However, he was known for being a very cruel man. He treated his servants like they weren't human. And the servants began to plot against him. Revenge. Yes. (laughs) One day... The rich man invited his friends over for a dinner party. Many of the guests took advantage of the fact that the men treated his servants like trash and his guests followed suit. They began mistreating the servants too. The servants decided enough was enough. They wanted to give their master a taste of his own medicine. They wanted to embarrass him. They decided to add hallucinogenic plants to their drinks. The servants waited outside for the drug to take effect. They began to hear their master and guests laughing, thinking it was all going as planned, but to their horror, they soon began to hear horrific screams and chaos. Once the screams stopped, they opened the door. The servants found that their master and his guests ripped each other into pieces. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Human body parts were scattered around around the room. Legs and arms were dismembered. In their drug craze, their master and his guests had murdered each other. Scared of the consequences of their actions, the servants decided to hang themselves. Oh, I hadn't heard that part. Yeah, I've 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 read that somewhere that they like they were like terrified, so scared over what was going to happen to them that they were going to be tortured or something, and that the servants decided to hang themselves. Oh, that's even darker. I wanted someone to win in the story, <laughs> and I thought the servants did this whole time, and they don't either. So wow. Well, I mean, I don't think they would have because, like, think about it. If at this time, it's probably like the servants are probably indigenous people or to some degree and the people in charge are probably european spanish yeah the spanish or spanish descent if they found out what had happened they would go straight to the servants and say like you guys poisoned them that's true in my head i was thinking they can't prove it but it doesn't matter if they could prove it yeah i mean they they had a scapegoat you know which was the servants they were brown they were like indigenous probably they they were the scapegoat so i don't think there would be anybody winning this you're right la casa matusita was abandoned for almost a century it was later purchased by a japanese immigrant named mr matushida Mr. Matushida and his family moved into the second floor, which served as the family's residence, whereas the first floor was turned into a shop. One fateful day, Mr. Matushida came home early from running errands to discover his wife in bed with another man. He grabbed a knife from the kitchen and murdered his wife, her lover, and his two children before killing himself. Why the kids, though? I know. Like, uh, every... (sighs) Yeah. Makes no sense. It's also said that a priest once attempted to perform an exorcism on the house when the shopkeeper that rented the first floor reported strange noises coming from the second floor. The priest made his way to the second floor in the dark, but within minutes of entering, he began to scream that he was hearing voices. He was later found in the home. Now, it doesn't say if he was found alive or or dead, just that his scream stopped and that he was later found. Sounds like he died. I mean, honestly, that's what I thought, too. I don't know. It, it, I looked for more specifications on this this particular, and it's just like he was found. I'm like, that does not explain anything. But yeah. <laughs> In my head, he, he was found dead. But Same. <laughs> the most recent story happened. This, um, I like this one. <laughs> 
Yeah. The most recent story happened in the 1960s when Humberto Viliches Vera, an Argentinian com comedian, made a bet that he could spend seven days in La Casa Matusita. This is where things get a bit murky. Some people say that after four hours, other people say that after four days. Whatever the case may be, Humberto did not spend the full seven days. The neighbors called the police after hearing terrifying screams coming from the house. The police arrived and carried Humberto out of the uh, out of the house screaming, frothing at the mouth and speaking in tongues. He spent the next two years in an asylum. After he left the asylum, he refused to speak about his experience in La Casa Matusita. In his autobiography, Humberto denied ever stepping foot in the house. Wait, what? Yeah, like he did an autobiography and he said he faked the whole thing. That That's what according to... Some someone like someone's article. Ah, oh, that's lame. I was like, but but people saw him going, so I don't know what's the truth. Like, and he really did disappear for those amount of, that amount yeah. of time. I but I mean, maybe he was I don't know at rehab. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? There is there no evidence of his stay in the insane asylum, no evidence of the evil master, and no evidence of the Japanese family being murdered. Murdered. Though the Matusita house did have Japanese owners, and some stories the family wasn't Japanese but Chinese. So, hmm. I, I, it might be Chinese because there's a huge, a huge Chinese, uh, Chinese Peruvian, like population in Peru. Like their their food is like a fusion of uh, indigenous Peruvian and Chinese, which Ooh. I want to try. That sounds like it would be really good. Yeah, I, I hear it's like one of the best. Anyways, aside from food, <laughs> there's also a theory that this legend came about because across the street from this house was the old United States Embassy. And to keep people from spying from the Matusita house, they fabricated this legend to scare people off. La Casa Matusita was remodeled in 2016. And according to some, this has taken away from the scare factor of this home. However... I think if the legends are real, or at least, you know, have some truth to them, don't ghost hate it when you remodel. Doesn't it, like, pick up paranormal activity? So yeah. maybe the remodeling in 2016 just made shit worse. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. But this is, like, my favorite haunted house story. Would you go there? During the day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a foot in there. <laughs> I'm a weenie. And there, there's, like, like... There's enough of, uh, like, uh, how can I say it, um, uh, inaccuracies for me to be like, oh, it's totally fake. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. That's a good point. <laughs> but, oh um, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, yeah, I'll go during the day. I wouldn't go at night. Just in case, you know. The, the, the inaccuracies give me enough courage to go during the day. They do not give me enough courage to go at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just in case. <laughs> Porque uno nunca sabe. Mm -hmm. That is very true. My turn again? Yes. Okay. I almost chose a different house called La Casa de los Perros from Guadalajara. But let's be honest, we're going to have a lot of haunted house episodes, so I'm going to save that one. <laughs> yeah. So instead, I chose one that's not in Latin America. It's in California. But it's short and spooky, so... This is the Tyler Street House in Fresno, California. Um, it might be more of an urban legend than a true story. I can't find any accounts of people that actually went inside the house, but it's still a creepy tale, so I'm going to tell it. <laughs> the 
and I don't know an address for this place. Sometimes, <laughs> of course, sometimes it says it's 666 Tyler Street House. But sometimes <laughs> there's also another address that pops up that starts with an 8. So I don't know. I don't know what, what the actual house looks like. If uh, any Spooky Tales fans know which house we're talking about and have a picture, please email Michelle. Yeah, I found a picture that supposedly has a ghost in the picture. And I don't see anything, but I'll post it <laughs> of this house. Okay, so... The Tyler Street House was built in 1925, but tales of paranormal activity didn't surge until the 1980s. Since then, the house has the house is rumored to have had 22 occupants, and none last very long. According to legend, a young boy was abused, neglected, and then murdered in the house. Very sad. Um, but the poltergeist-like activity began after this occurred. People that have been inside the home report to have seen objects flying off shelves and countertops and a pair of red eyes peering from closets. Um, And it's said that the little boy used to be locked in dark closets for hours. So, oh, no. Former residents of the house can't keep any cats for they always find them bludgeoned to death in the (gasps) attic. Ew. Right? And the creepiest part is that even those who had zero pets, no cats, found dead cats in the attic. Ew. Yeah. Weird. That's, I don't like that. Very (laughs) unsettling. (laughs) That is the Tyler house. If I ever go to Fresno, which usually happens like once a year, (laughs) I'll be like, let's go, let's go outside. And there's people living in there. Why are you taking pictures of my house? Yeah, and again, I don't know the actual address, so... Hey, if we find it, I'll take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but Fresno's not too far from me, so <laughs> maybe. I've been there once my entire life. I might. Didn't care for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so hot there, like, during the summer. Like, like Modesto? Modesto? Oh, way worse. Ooh. Like, um, when we were coming back from our family vacation... We stopped at uh, at Fresno to get that anaconda burrito that I posted. On. Oh, that's where that was. That yeah, burrito yeah, yeah. looked bomb.com. Oh, my God. It was so good. I, y- we had food for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, it was so much food. But we stopped in Fresno, right? And it was, like, it was like so hot. And then we came, like, back over here to Turlock. And the temperature difference was insane. And that's crazy because they're not that far away. Yeah, but it was so much hotter in Fresno. I was like, "Fuck this shit!" Ew. <laughs> like, why are we here? Can we leave? <laughs> it was so bad. It was so gross. Was the burrito worth it though? It was worth it. Okay, and we they have, have they had still have per- the picture. Yes, I do. Okay, I'm gonna post it to our Instagram. <laughs> the they have freshly made a agua de tamarindo. Oh, oh my god, that snap. was so good. <laughs> I was like almost crying drinking my tanta <laughs> Like this is so good. It sounds beautiful. It was. It really was. <laughs> I love tamarindo and I love uh, my favorite soda is jarritos. Uh, <laughs> my, my Mateo, Mateo just scared me. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he just came walking from the. <laughs> oh wow! I'm you so died. My my little toddler just came walking out of the room, and I was not expecting to see him in the hall. So <laughs> she died. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're 
soul left your body. (laughs) (laughs) I did. All right. Whenever you're ready for your next one. (laughs) All right. So my second story, we, I covered this on another podcast, but for all our new uh, spooky listeners, you probably didn't hear that or weren't even aware that um, we've covered this when we get, we were guests on another podcast on a myths behind legends uh, podcast. So I am going to retell it again. And La Casa del Mustang in Mayagüez, Puerto Rico. According to legend, this abandoned house was once occupied by a wealthy family. Have you noticed that all these stories of haunted houses are usually houses of former wealthy people? Yes. That's weird. Some wealthy people are evil. <laughs> Billionaires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only some. Like 99%. I don't know. Is there like a billionaire out there that's not such a jackass? No, because then they wouldn't be billionaires. That is true. That is very true. <laughs> See, this is what happens. This is what happens. Money is the root of all evil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, they fell on hard times. With no way out, one of their residents made a pact with a dark spirit. Some, claims, some claim demons or the devil himself. And as most stories go, whenever you, may, you make a deal with a dark entity or more specifically the devil it always backfires strange things started happening and this family packed their stuff overnight and left and the thing they left behind is a vintage mustang now according to locals you can see shadows moving through the home at all hours of the day you could hear screaming and laughter what people often hear is the sound of someone hitting the railing on the stairs of this home uh, oh, that's like oddly specific. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like I'm thinking about it because like I remember like being a kid and when you had the metal railing and you would hit it just because with something just and for that's fun. Like, yeah, just for fun. Um, that's like the sound that like I get when I hear this. Like when they're like, can you hear something? And um, you could also hear uh, uh like someone or something tapping on the windows Ew. of the home. Oh, sorry. That's That's like also oddly specific. Like, because we all know what tapping on a window sounds like. Oh, oh, I, I'm spooked. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) same. Um, And some people claim to see orbs in this house. The reason, uh, again, the reason this home is most known is for having a, a vintage Mustang that no one has been able to remove from the garage. Uh, strange events happen, so the Mustang is not removed. And according to locals, on one occasion, there was an attempt to remove the, um, the Mustang with a crane. And this attempt was unsuccessful as the chain broke. Locals claim that multiple attempts have been made through the years to remove this Mustang, and one fell after another. So so anyone who tries, they always fail. And it's like... Weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that Mustang is just like, nope, this is my home. You're not, you're not moving me. I own this house. <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> uh, someone else has claimed that while peering into a Mustang, they felt attacked by an invisible force. And currently, this the Mustang is in complete deterioration. It's rusted. The windows are gone. It, it's the it's the only thing remaining is the shell of the car, and the home itself is being claimed by nature. So it has like 
you know, plants growing all over it, vines. It's just completely, you know. It's gone to shit. It's gone to shit. It's like, (laughs) there's no way you could salvage it. Even if like someone bought the property, they'd have to tear down the home. Oh, yeah. And that is the story of La Casa del Mustang in Puerto Rico. You know what would be weirder, like creepier, if the Mustang was like in pristine condition, but it, it couldn't be removed? Yeah, that would be like, yeah, that would be the, like the strangest thing because if the house is going to shit, you'd be like, okay, the Mustang for sure, you know, but no, it's it's also gone to shit. It's just the shell. I It also like from the pictures that I've seen, because there are pictures. Oh, we'll have to post those. Yes. It looks like the Mustang has been like picked apart by someone. Like, oh. you know, like they, they, you know. They scavenged it for parts. Yeah. They scavenged it for parts or something or whatever they could sell. Like someone at one point just oh, got it. Okay. I don't know. When did the family live there? Did, did the story say? It Was doesn't just not pay attention? say. But uh, okay. considering it's a vintage Mustang, I would say... A six. I don't know when was when was the first Mustang model because it's not. I have no idea. Looking. My guess would be just randomly the 1960s, just based of out of nowhere. Like I have nothing. <laughs> Backing yeah, that up. Yeah, 1965 to present. Oh, so okay. yeah, you're right. Um, so I I would say anywhere from the 60s to maybe the 70s. I don't know. Mm, okay, so not that long ago. Yeah, not that long. It's pretty recent. It's yeah. a pretty recent haunting. But people, please stop making deals with the devil or dark, dark entity. entity. It, it never ends right, like ever. Ever, ever, ever. Right? It's like it's like those people that are trying to like um revive like prehistoric animals. Like we have movies about this. Stop. Have you not seen Jurassic Park? <laughs> have you not seen <laughs> I'm definitely gonna be like the the, the guy with the margarita. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Like in the last Jurassic Park movie where the... Wait, are we the, talking about the new ones or the next? Yeah, the new ones where the... Where the, the, what are the I don't know if they're pterodactyls or something are coming to get the people and this guy runs back for his margarita. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, I remember this me. now. That's me. <laughs> but it wouldn't be a margarita. It would probably be like some tacos or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, I was just about to say, I don't know if I'd do it for a margarita, but I would do it for that burrito you had. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, I, I do it for some food, though. <laughs> like, I, you know, it, and it's like an amusement park. So, you know, that food is expensive. It's like, am I yeah. really leaving this $50 burger <laughs> to the dinosaurs? No. <laughs> what am I? Made of money? <laughs> you know me and my food are safe i'll be panicking eating my burger but very happy <laughs> if i'm gonna die i'm gonna die eating <laughs> yes <laughs> but also factual because like if there if there's one way i'm gonna go it's gonna be like someone promising me free food and i'll be like yes i'll eat it <laughs> and it's poison it's gonna be penny pennywise and he's gonna be like hey i have tacos down here and you're gonna be like a word Word, word. Let me go. Like, like make room. <laughs> Lifetime supply. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, if they're al pastor with yeah. like those purple onions. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> Una salsita fresca. 
I would do, do it not- for pupusas, honestly. Oh my god, I was thinking about getting pupusas today. What's wrong with like, her? I'm, I'm hungry. Apparently, I'm hungry. I guess I, <laughs> I haven't had breakfast or lunch. So, oh my god, how are you alive? I've had both coffee. <laughs> I've also had plenty of coffee. I'm like, I'm only one cup in. Okay, like I'm about what? to have my second. I know. Okay, I don't understand how you're functioning right. Now. I don't understand how I'm functioning. <laughs> I have I have drifted off into delirium. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but I think uh, this brings us to the end. Yes. Before we um, go, I did want to start doing spooky uh, spooky recommendations. Yes. For spooky season, official spooky season. Official, official, because it's always spooky season, but... Yes, but this is, like, where all the normies start yeah. getting into spooky season. We're, like, a spooky 365, okay? But my spooky recommendation is um, the show What We Do in the Shadows. It's not, like, super spooky, but it's vampires. It's funny. It's so funny. It's so oh funny. I love it. I caught up. I've caught you, up. You're like, caught up, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah same. <laughs> Oh my god, Guillermo's like my favorite. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, that reminds me. I have one more. Um, what's that movie called? I only remembered because Guillermo's in it. It's a werewolf movie. What? I think it's called the Were or Werewolf Within. Let me double check so you know people can find it. <laughs> yeah, it's called Werewolves Within. Mm-hmm. It's not like free to stream anywhere. You have to rent it, unfortunately. Uh, so I have a bunch of Google Play credits, so I rented it from YouTube basically mm-hmm. for free because uh, I fill out these surveys that give me um, Google Play credits. Oh, nice. But let me read you the synopsis of this movie. A snowstorm traps town residents together inside the local inn where newly arrived forest ranger Finn and postal worker Cecily must try to keep the peace and uncover the truth behind a mysterious creature that has begun terrorizing the community. And it's directed by Josh Rubin. And yeah, yeah it's excellent. And I yeah, Guillermo's in it. Oh, awesome. Because he's like like my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's so good. Um, I'm going to do one. And I don't know if we did this already, but the movie The Old Ways on Netflix. Oh, yes. So good. It is good. Um, It's good if you like demonic possession movies if you don't yeah it's not really scary i um whoever wrote wrote it or did the research on it amazing research they got so so many things like spot on um when it comes to uh mexican mythology yeah brujeria and you know all that stuff because a lot of the times when it's done i mean we've seen la llorona we've seen adaptations well i haven't because christina told me not to watch it but you know what i mean like (laughs) adaptations of uh latin american culture into i don't know the the united states um they always like butcher it they bastardize shit and this movie was just amazing it's it's a good storytelling um i didn't find it scary but yeah, I would agree. It's not scary, but it's it's good. It's, it's, it's a really good watch. It's a really good watch. And please, guys, this is going to be my thing. Um, this is my opinion. I don't know if you watched it, but Malignant. <laughs> no, I didn't. After you told me about it, oh, I did my not God. watch it. Like, you, okay, everyone was like, watch it, watch it. And I remember the day before I watched it, it was my cousin's birthday. We went to celebrate. And... Everybody who was there was like, oh, yeah, I watched it. It was so good. And then I watched, oh, my God, I was falling asleep. And then it comes to the point 
where you find out what's happening. And I busted out laughing because it was just so bad. Oh I was God. laughing. Okay. Like there's no, don't watch it. You guys, not this one, not malignant. Malignant gets two thumbs down from me. <laughs> MJ. Okay. I said this, <laughs> my opinion. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, stay a spooky and don't go writing your name in walls uh, with red markers and backwards. Cause then yeah. El Gringo Loco is going to come after you. Yes. You don't want that. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Uh, we'll catch everyone next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.